fait. Testing, testing, does this work? All right, well, welcome to Mountainside today, everyone. This is exciting. Uh, as we do, can we just give a round of applause to everyone who served today in some capacity? Come on, show some love. This, so many people make Mountainside happen, and we're going to, we've said that every single week since we started, and uh, I think just forever we're just going to do that because we, we appreciate everyone who helps and serves. 
And we're always looking for new people to serve as well. So if you don't have a spot where you're like, yeah, every month I do this, or every couple months I do this, uh, come talk to us afterwards. We'd love to plug you in somehow uh, in that way. If this is your very first time here, there's a blue card on your chair. If you fill that out, we have a free gift for you. Thanks for being here. And uh, just one announcement before we start today. Tonight is the first Sunday, or today is the first Sunday of the month. So we have our deeper prayer night tonight, which is exciting. And we, I don't know if you, you've noticed, but the, the last 21 days, we've had uh, 21 days of prayer and fasting. So that comes to a close today. So for those of you that are just so excited to eat chocolate or chips or whatever, or coffee, whatever it is you gave up, uh, today is the day which is exciting. So we're having kind of a special prayer night tonight based on that. So really want to encourage you to come to that at Knox Church just down the road at, at 5 o'clock, okay? It's, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. So today is Family Sunday as well, which is, you know, one of, one of my favorite weeks of the month. It's, it's just really fun having all the kids with us, all the youth with us, all the adults, everyone all kind of together. You know, we, we, so, we don't normally do this, but every once in a while, and so often in our culture, right, everything's so segregated. And I think it's important as a church family, to, have, to be together as a family, as we learn about God together, right? And, and it, it also is nice for our, the people that serve in, in different areas, you know, giving them a break too. So it's kind of a win-win. And uh, so who wants to play a game since it's Family Sunday today? This is what we do, right? We, we're normally a little silly. We kind of do this kind of thing. Now, I want to give a disclaimer. In real life, the stock market has done poorly this week, okay? It's, this game is a coincidence, okay? We had this plan a long time ago. I'm not taking shots at anyone or anything. I'm not being insensitive, okay? But we are playing the stock market game today, okay? The stock market game. And again, it's a total coincidence that everything's been going down. Okay, so here's, here's, uh, here's what's going to be happening. You are all investors. Congratulations. You, if, if you've never invested in anything... You are now an investor, okay? So can we throw that rule slide up there, Jax? Here, here are the rules uh, of, of our game, okay? So everyone starts off with $10,000, okay? So you guys are like rich too while you're at it, okay? So you will be shown three companies that you can invest into, okay? And you choose how many thousands of dollars you would like to invest, okay? So, so you could be like, oh, I'm gonna, that company, I'm going to invest... 5,000 of my pretend $10,000 into that, right? Or you could say, I'm going to invest 1,000 or all 10. Or you could say, I like my money. I'm going to keep my money. I'm not going to, you know, I can't hoard it. Hoard it. And then what's, what's going to happen is, depending on what happens with the stock market, the companies will either double your money that you invested, nothing will happen to the money, or you will lose the money you invested, okay? The winner, the, the, the people with the most money at the end, wins, okay? Does that kind of make sense? You'll kind of get it as we go, okay? So let's throw the first uh, slide up there. Okay, so we have Clayton's Fish Mart, okay? We have Fake Book and the Bimbrook Scooter Club, okay? So take a second, maybe if we have music, that would be nice too, just in the background. Take uh, five seconds, talk to the person beside you. What company are you going to invest in, if at all? And how much are you going to invest, Okay. Is it 1,000? Is it 5,000? Is it your full 10? I don't know. Okay. Okay, have you decided? Have you decided? Okay. Who is, um, who's invested into Clayton's Fish Mart? Who's, okay, oh, there's confidence in Clayton's Fish Mart. Okay, uh, let's see what happened there. Double your investment. All right, that's good. Congrats. So, so again, 
you have, you start off with 10. So if you invested 5,000, you get 5,000 back. So you now have 15,000. You, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Okay. Who invested in Fakebook? Anyone invest in Fakebook? Okay, there's a couple. Okay, let's see what happened. Nothing happened. Okay, they're kind of just, you know, they probably had up and downs. So, you know, that's, that's all good. Okay, who invested in the Binbrook Scooter Club? Anyone? Okay, some loyal scooter. Okay, a lot of the younger folk. Okay, very good. Let's see what happened. You doubled your investment as well. Congrats. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay. Who, who made money that round? Who made money? Okay, some people made money. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, next, next slide here. Okay, we have Benkia Furniture. Uh, we have Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. And we have catvideos.com, okay? So talk to the person beside you. Decide how much you're going to invest into a company, okay? So, so decide how much you're going to invest. Okay. Okay, you got it in your head? I know this is a little bit of math, but it's, it's okay. We're smart people. We can do this. Okay, let's see what happened to Ben, ben Kia Furniture. You lost your investment, okay? So all of the money you put in Ben Kia, gone. Bad, bad, bad stock to buy. Okay, what, what about Dunder Mifflin Paper Company? Ooh, you doubled your investment. Okay, that's good. And what happened with catvideos.com? Nothing happened. Okay, so, you know, people just aren't into cat videos much anymore, okay? That's, okay. Uh, okay, last round, last round real quick. Um, okay, there's woof.com, which is a website. Who knows what that is? Uh, there's a sketchy startup that you heard about that you could invest into, okay? Might be sketchy, maybe not, I don't know. And then there's the, the Bimbrook Moms United Facebook group, okay? So, so all the Bimbrook Moms, you know, got together and made a Facebook page, okay? So they're, they're, they're the best, they're the best, okay? Which, uh, which are you going to invest into? Take a second, decide, decide. Let's see who can gain here. All right, all right, make up your decision. Okay, what about Wolf? What happened? Oh, you lost your investment. What were you thinking? You can't invest into Wolf. You know that. Okay, uh, the sketchy startup. Double the investment. Okay, that's good. That's a plus. And uh, the Bimberg Moms Facebook group. Obviously, double your investment. I am not messing with them. Are you kidding me? No, they only do well ever. Okay. They only succeed in life. <laughs> okay. Who made money off that round? Did anyone make money? Okay, who lost money on that round? That happens sometimes. Okay, yeah, that happens sometimes. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We, we live in a rich country. We, we live in a rich country. We, we, we live in Canada. We have, a great, we have great jobs. We have a great economy. We got a great stock market. We got a great social system, you know. And we'll see what, what happens with the stocks and this kind of thing as time goes. But look, here's what I know about Canada. Regardless of what the economy looks like or whether our stocks go up and down, this kind of thing, we are a rich country. We're, we're a rich country. We're a wealthy country. And today we're starting a series called The Big Give. We're doing it for the next couple weeks. And today I want to talk about money. Today I want to talk about money. And, and don't worry, I'm not talking about, I'm not going to be here trying to convince you to give money to Mountainside church, okay? That's not what I'm, that's not the goal, you know, we're not talking about tithing, we're not talking about giving a mountainside, I'm talking about how we use our money, how we spend our money as adults, and hey kids, I know you, you get allowances, you get stuff, you, 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 you know, you, you work chores and get money, what about how you spend too? And I want to prove to you just quickly that you are a rich person. I want to prove to you that you are a rich person, okay? And I don't mean like, you're rich with family, and like, you, you know, like, a, it's a wonderful life, which is true. We are rich with family, and we're the richest people in the world, this kind of thing. But I'm, I'm talking about finances. Financially, we are wealthy. And we don't always feel wealthy, though. 
do we? You know, it, 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 I get it. I don't know what your bank account looks like. Only you see that. And sometimes it can be pretty disheartening looking at the bank account. Sometimes it's actually easier just not to, to look, right? But God talks about people that are wealthy in the Bible. And can I just argue that he's actually talking about us when he talks about that? And, and, and what he says about wealthy people is actually really important. And, and this is what I think we do often is we don't view ourselves as rich and we don't view ourselves as wealthy people. So we don't think that that applies to us. But, but I, I want to prove to you just for a second why we're, why we're wealthy, why we're actually rich people, okay? And I know that kind of sounds funny to say. Um, I, I found a website that was promoted by Forbes and the New York Times called globalrichlist.com, okay? Globalrichlist.com. And, and again, of course, wealth determines, or it's all about perspective, right? And this kind of thing. So this is what you can do on this website. You can type in how much your family makes a year, and it will compare how much your family makes to the rest of the world, okay? This, this, this is crazy, okay? So I, I figured out the average household income of Canada, and I typed it in. Get this, get this. The average Canadian family is in the top 0.4% of the world's wealth. Let that kick in for a sec. The average Canadian family is in the top 0.4% wealth of the world, Okay? And that's not even like the rich people in Canada. Like I'm talking like the average Canadian. And, and, and I, I get it, you know, you could say, yeah, but it's way more expensive here than over there. We spend way more money on this. That, yeah, I, I get that, but it doesn't change the fact that the average Canadian family is in the top 0.4% of the world, okay? And maybe you're saying, okay, that's nice, but Michael, you don't know my bank account. I'm not the average Canadian, okay? So that, and that's fine, actually. That's fine. You're right. So I looked up the average um, uh, Canadian family that's living in poverty, okay? Get this. The average Canadian family that lives in poverty is the top 1% of the world. So get this. If we are living in poverty here in Canada, we are still the top 1% in the world. Let that that sink in, okay? So look, look, look. Whether you feel like it or not, you actually are wealthy. Whether you feel like it or not, you are wealthy rich. And look, we need to feel blessed by that. You know, wow, God has trusted us with wealth. We could have been born anywhere in the world, and yet God chose for us to be arriving here at some point in our life, okay? And that's great. That's great. But did you know that God talks about wealthy people in the scripture? He talks about rich people. And I think it's important that we take note of that, because it's, that applies to us. We're the wealthy. We're the wealthy, right? And I get it, again, it's all perspective, but but in the grand scheme of, of, of the perspective of the world, we, we are well off, okay? So, so I want to read you some verses, and it's Paul who's a church leader. He's writing to his friend Timothy, and he's giving some, some advice on what God thinks, okay? He says this in 1 Timothy 6. He says, Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all that we need for our enjoyment, Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works. Whoa, rich in good works. And generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up the treasure as a good foundation for the future. So he's talking about heaven, so that they may experience true life. Wow. So the scriptures actually give some advice on those of us that are wealthy, which is all of us. And look, I want you to notice something really quick, okay? Because I know there's some debate and confusion here, this kind of thing. I want you to notice that God doesn't say rich people are bad. He doesn't say it's wrong to have wealth. 
okay? God has blessed some people in this world with wealth, a.k.a. this entire room, at least in the top 1% of, of the world when it comes to wealth, okay? And some of us in this room, maybe, maybe you're even like the 1% of the 1%. You know what I mean? Like, like some of us, are, and, and l- let me tell you something, wealth in God's eyes is actually not a bad thing. It's actually not wrong to be wealthy. You know what's wrong in God's eyes? When we put, and when we, when we put our trust in wealth, in money, ahead of God. That's, that's what Paul's writing to Timothy. He's saying, tell the rich people, tell the, 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 the people that are well off not to trust in themselves, not to trust in money. They need to trust in God. And, and God actually is upset when we hoard it for ourselves. When we aren't generous with others. I, and, and look, I'm, I'm not saying we need to be you know, giving so much to the point where you have no wealth left. That, that's not exactly what I'm saying. But I'm saying we need to acknowledge that we're well off and God actually expects us to be generous with what he has given us. And I think that, that's a part of it too, right? Is understanding, yeah, yeah, we're wealthy. Yeah, we, we live in Canada. Yeah, we have it good. But it's because God has blessed us. It's not because we're smarter than the people around. And yeah, I, I get it. You've earned your money. And that's great. But at the source of it is God, right? The source of it is God. And I want to read you another verse about what Jesus says about wealth. In this topic, uh, first let's do an, another round of, of the game, okay? So let's get back to the stock, stock market game here. Um, and I know it's just a game, but I think, I think it can be fun, you know, being an investor for 10 minutes, you know, this kind of thing. Okay, so let's, let's show the first one up. Okay, same rules. We're going to restart, okay? You all have $10,000. It's reset here. Okay, you have Star Fox Coffee. You have Clayton's Fish Mart again and catvideos.com again, okay? How much are you going to invest Talk to the person beside you for five seconds. Decide what you, you think is going to take off, what's going to work. Okay, how much are you investing? Okay, ready? Okay, let, let's see. Who invested in Star Fox Coffee? Okay, let's see what happened. You lost your investment. I hope you didn't go all in on Star Fox Coffee, okay? Because you got nothing left, okay? Okay. Who invested in Clayton's Fish Mart? Anyone? Okay, okay. Let's see. Oh, yeah, you double. I hope you went all in on Clayton's Fish Mart, okay? Because that was, that's a very good investment. Trust me. I know the guy, okay? Uh, and then catvideos.com. Who invested in catvideos.com? Anyone? Let's see what happened. Oh, you double your investment, you know? Cats, I guess, are they're coming back, you know? Cats are coming back. Okay. Uh, another quick round here. Another quick round. What's the next one? Blockbuster 2.0. It's back. Apparently, Blockbuster's back, you know? It's just... Uh, People are, people are over the whole Netflix thing, you know? Okay, so uh, then there's the Binbrook Scooter Club and Dunder Mifflin Paper Company again, okay? How much are you going to invest? How much are you going to invest? Figure it out, figure it out. Okay, let's see what Blockbuster made. How much did Blockbuster make? Oh, it, it was the same executives, guys. Come on, it's just, it's, they made just the same poor decision. Okay, uh, the Binbrook Scooter Club, let's see what happened. Oh, I guess, I guess skateboarding's on the rise, you know? I mean, it's... The Olympics have skateboarding now. That's this summer, right? I mean, okay. Uh, and what about Dunder Mifflin Paper Company? Let's see. Oh, the stock market just is brutal this round. Okay, who lost money this round? Yeah, you all, you all did, right? You all did. Okay, okay. La- last round, real quick. Last round, real quick. Um, okay, the sketchy startup is back. Uh, can't decide. Movie streaming service is back. Or is here, and uh, fake book is back. Okay, so um, really quick, mentally decide. How much are you investing? How much are you investing? Okay, what happened with the sketchy startup? 
Oh, don't invest in sketchy things, guys. Don't, don't invest in sketchy things, okay? Okay, uh, what about can't decide? Oh, double your investment. I guess because Blockbuster 2.0, right? Okay, and what's up? What, how did Facebook do? Oh, okay, nothing happened. You know, it's kind of just, it's kind of a necessary evil, you know? It's just kind of there, you know? You, you use it for messages, you know? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I know that's just a game, right? I know that's just a game about wealth and making money and this kind of thing. But we are well off. We're, we're well off here in Canada. We're wealthy people, whether we feel it or not. And I, I, I want to read you one more verse about what Jesus says about helping others, okay? Look what he says in Matthew 6. He says this. When you give to the poor, don't blow a loud horn. That's what show-offs do in the synagogues and on the street corners. Because they're always looking for praise. I can assure you they've already received their reward. So he's just talking about, you know, some people would be like, attention everyone. I am making this significant donation. You know, just kinda, he's saying, look, when you give to the poor, don't. Don't make a show out of it. Don't, don't make it a big deal, you know. Do, do it secret. We're doing it because we help people, because we love people. But I want you to notice something, okay? Did you notice how Jesus says when you give to the poor? And maybe you've heard this said before, but he is not like if you ever come across a chance where you give to the poor. Hey, like if the opportunity comes and, and then you give to the poor. No, he says when you give to the poor. It's assumed this is what we do. We give to the poor. Do you know why? Because we are wealthy. We're well off. We're rich in Canada. And Jesus, I, I believe he's here challenging us today. And he, he shares his heart, right? And over and over you see what's, what's on the heart of Jesus. What does Jesus really, really care about? Often it's kids and those who are in need and the poor. Those who are left out. Those who are marginalized. What matters to Jesus? Taking care of the poor. So that should matter to us, right? And I'll be honest with you. Our culture, yes, we're generous in certain ways and from certain perspectives. But if we took what we actually have and what others didn't have and what we actually gave, we actually aren't that generous. We actually don't really take care of the poor, if we're honest. And I think I figured it out. Why? I think I figured out why it is such a struggle to actually be like generous, like for real generous, like sacrificially generous with the poor. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's because we have the mindsets that we are actually the poor ones. And maybe you don't think you're poor, but we at least have the mindset, it's like I, I might not be poor, but I'm, I'm definitely not rich. Like I'm not like one of the rich people, you know? And I, I think what we do is we compare ourselves. We're so caught up in the Western bubble in the North American, in the Canadian bubble, where we, we look at our neighbor driving that car, and it's like, oh, that's a nice car. What year is that? Oh, my car's not that year. See, like, that's the rich person. Oh, that, that person, that kid's in how many lessons? Yikes, can't even afford one. That, oh, those are the rich people. Oh, in this kind of thing, and we compare ourselves, and in, 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 I don't know if we're, it depends on age and stage of where we're at, but, you know, it's like, oh, you got the latest this, or you got the whatever it looks like. We compare ourselves. We think that's, I'm not the rich person. And, and, and there is this stat, right? Let, let's be honest. There's something like, it's like 60% of Canadians live paycheck to paycheck, right? So it's like probably, I'll be honest with you, you don't need to feel ashamed by that. The majority of this room probably lives paycheck to paycheck, more, more than half. And we're working harder and harder to get ahead. And look, it, I, I get, so I, I get that, right? I feel that. I feel that too. We not, might not be the, the wealthiest people in the room or on our street, but look, I want to challenge you to take a step back 
Don't use the perspective of your street as what's wealthy or not. Use the perspective of the whole world. We're already the 1%, guys. We're already wealthy. Don't pursue your neighbor's standard of living and wealth because, to be honest, it's probably all debt anyways. You know how many people are, are it, it, is, it is, yeah, anyways, I won't get into it, but it's, it's shocking how in, in the village of Bimbrook in like, like Hamilton or Burlington or Waterdown kind of, or Smithville, these areas, how many people have the best car and the best house, house and, but we're house poor, right? But, but even that, we're way better off than the rest of the world. And another part uh, talks about how, uh, another part of scripture talks about how when we're helping the poor, we're actually helping Jesus. And we're going to talk about that in, in detail next week. We, we didn't have time this week. And he talks about how when you, when you give a cup of water to someone who's thirsty, you're actually giving a cup of water to Jesus. When you're helping a, a kid on the streets that has no family and you're being a family to them and you're helping them find a family, you're actually helping Jesus find a family. And it's kind of like, imagine Jesus was like outside that door and he was hungry and he was cold and he didn't have a coat and it's freezing outside and Jesus was like, oh, I'm, I'm cold. What would we do? It's like, oh my goodness. Well, Jesus, we love you. We're going to take care of you, obviously. And, and, I, and, and Jesus is, through these words, he's challenging us, saying, yeah, I'm, I'm cold right now. I need a jacket. I'm hungry right now. I need some food. I'm thirsty. I need some clean water. And, and I, as I, was, I, I was writing this sermon in Tim's, and I, I felt a little embarrassed because just I started to tear up because I'm, I'm realizing, my goodness, who stole Jesus' heart? It was, it was kids and the poor. And, and I, I was thinking about my own life, and it's like, my goodness, I don't, I don't give nearly what I should be giving to the poor. I don't take care of the poor nearly like I could with what God has trusted me with, with what he's blessed me with. Like, God, forgive me. God, help me be a generous person. Help me, help me realize that regardless of how I feel compared to my neighbors or the people in this room, I am well off. And I actually have the ability to help those who need the help that can't help themselves. And one day, I, I'm, I'm talking about myself here, I, Michael Bronson, I'm going to have to give an account to Jesus for the money that he trusted me with. You know, Michael, I trusted you with this much money over your lifetime. What did you do with it? God, help us. Like, God, like, yeah. To the least of these, to the least of these, do we love Jesus? Of course. We would take care of him if he needed help. And the thing is, it's, it's, he needs it. Through these people, he's saying, please help us. We're rich, and look, we need to be generous with that, okay? And I'm talking to the adults, I'm talking to the youth, I'm talking to the kids, all of us in this room. We need to be generous. And look, 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 don't take this as a scolding. I'm scolding myself here, okay? I'm scolding myself. I'm doing this as an encouragement and as a challenge for us, okay? And this is the main idea I have for you. It's, it's, you probably picked up on it. Since we are rich with money, God expects us to be rich with generosity. And look, it is not a suggestion. It is a command. This is what God expects of us. And this is why it's so important because we often think we are not the rich, so we're off the hook. And God's saying, no, 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 no. You, you live in, we live in Canada, we are the rich. Since we're rich with money, God expects us to be rich with generosity, okay? Um, and and I'm, I'm, really, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about this. Um, some of you know 
our friend Tat. Tat, she was 20 or, or turning 21 uh, when she was in a car accident and, and, and passed away. Tragically, it was, it was heartbreaking. And she helped start Mountainside. She was here three and a half years ago. And when we started, she was, she was the best. And maybe you don't know this, but she actually was uh, planning on moving on from Mountainside. Do you know where she was going to go? She was going to move to Peru within the next year, right before she passed away. She was going to move to Peru and, and help and just live at an orphanage and help little kids that had no one. And they opened up, just a few weeks ago, they opened up a new building called Tat's Place. And it's this orphanage that takes kids that have no one else. They literally have no mother, no father. Maybe they're, they're coming from some form of abuse. And, and there's this family there in Tat's place, this house. And they give them a family. They give them food. They give them an education. And, and y- you know what they're doing? They're, they're taking care of Jesus. That's what they're doing. They're helping the poor. And they're, they're Canadian, the Canadian family that moved there. And, and so this is what we're going to be doing. For the month of March, we're going to be taking up a, a special donation every single week to go to Tat's place, to go help these kids. And, and this is the goal. And again, maybe you're looking at this goal like, come on, we can do way better. Or maybe you're like, whoa, that's a lot of money. But just this is where we landed. We want to raise $1,000, over $1,000. And we just want to write them a check, send it to Peru and say, hey, I know it's not a million dollars, but we're praying that this $1,000 does something for these kids that literally have, have no one else for, for the poor, and maybe they can even go rescue some more kids and go help some more kids, whether they're on the street or an abusive home or kind of whatever, whatever that looks like. What better way to show love to Jesus than to take care of little kids that have no one else? And this is why I want you to give to this, okay? This is why I want you to give, because you are rich, regardless of if you feel rich or not. So for, for the next few weeks, we're gonna be taking up Special offering at the end. That's why we did giving at the beginning today. And, 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 and I'm, I'm not talking about like using your tithe money or your, your money that you normally give to Mountainside. I'm not, I mean above and beyond that. I mean like being generous, like being sacrificial. Like, oh, this actually hurts. This was my movie money. I was gonna go to the movies this Friday. I guess not anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give to this. Uh, and, and we're gonna be talking about the next couple weeks about what that looks like. And in Mountainside Church, look, we're not benefiting from this. You know what I mean? This $1,000, and, and I'm, I'm praying it's way more than that too, you know? But this, at least the $1,000 that we're giving, I'm, it's not like Mountainside here in Bimbrook is like, oh, we're, we're doing way better now because we gave that away. No, it, but that's not what being generous is. Being generous is like, I, I don't benefit from this at all, but I'm giving to this. That's what generosity is, and that's what God expects of us. And I, I actually do believe that God is going to look at that and honor that, and he, he's, he's going to bless us for that and reward us for that, and this matters, okay? This, this matters. Um, yeah, it, it matters. What time are we at here? Do we have time uh, for one, one more round of the game? Can we do, I, know, I know we're at a, a, heavy, a heavy moment, but you know what? We, let's, uh, let, let, let's go for this. This Family Sunday. Let's do one final round of the game, okay? Because, look, we are blessed, and it's good to acknowledge that. It's good to acknowledge that, okay? Um, okay, last round, okay, last round. You gotta make it count now, okay? You gotta make it count. Okay, what's, uh, what, are we, what are we working with here, Jax? Let's see, okay, the Bimbrook Maple Leafs, okay? It's pretty good. Blockbuster 3.0. There's a third attempt. This might work, I don't know. And then woof.com, uh, okay? Quickly decide mentally, what are you investing into, okay? Uh, how much, you start off with 10 grand, remember, it's reset. 
Okay, who, who invested in the, the Maple Leafs? Who invested? That's what I'm talking about. Let's see what happened. Nothing happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> typical, typical, right? Okay. Uh, okay, what happened with Blockbuster 3.0? Oh, that's what new leadership will do to a company, you know? It's just incredible. Okay, and Wolf.com, let's see. Yeah, yeah, you can't trust Ryan with that. Yeah, okay, moving on. Uh, what's the next one? Uh, let's, next one real quick. Uh, okay, the Can't Decide streaming is back. The Intergalactic Baby Supply Co., that's a new one. Okay. Uh, and then Starfucks Coffee, they're going, you know, they're trying to get it again. We'll, we'll see. Okay, uh, let's see what happened. Can't Decide. Yeah. Okay, Intergalactic Baby Supply Co. Obviously, you doubled your investment, obviously. And then Star Fox Coffee, let's see. Yeah, you just couldn't compete, you know. Start, you can't beat Starbucks, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, last round, last round. Okay, then we're done. Last round, let's see. Dunder Mifflin, okay. Clayton's Fish Mart and Pear, okay. Uh, this is the last round, by the way. I suggest going all in, you know, just, or maybe they all lose. So maybe you don't go all in. I don't know. Hopefully, okay. Let's see what happened. Let's see. Let's see what happened to Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, that's right. Michael Scott's back. Okay, let's see Clayton's Fish Mart. Obviously, and let's see what happened with Pear. Yes, very good. So I hope you all went all in there uh, just as we close. That's good, that's good, that's good, okay. <laughs> We're wealthy. We're well off in Canada, right? So I want to challenge you with this just as we close. Just a quick challenge. Uh, number one, and this, by the way, this is for adults. This is for kids too, Okay. I don't want to brag about my son too much, but he gave a quarter today to service, you know, because we just started giving him an allowance. <laughs> and a part of that, so, you know, we give him four quarters, and one of those quarters he gives to Mountainside every week, you know. Like, kids, you can give too, you know. Uh, it's not just for the adults and, and teenagers too, obviously, this kind of thing. I challenge you, first off, give to Tat's Place. Give to Tat's Place. Let's go help some kids. Let's go save some kids, okay. Second, I want to challenge you. This is just a practical one. Uh, sponsor a child. Sponsor a child. There's Compassion, Watoto, World Vision, all these different sponsorship uh, opportunities where you can, for 30, 40 bucks a month, sponsor a kid um, and, 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 and do that. And let me tell you, it's the most beautiful thing sitting your kid down and saying, hey, by the way, did you know that our family is, is saving a kid's life on the other side of the world? And you know, just watch your kid's eyes as you explain that to them. That's how you instill generosity, I'm telling you. And the, th the third thing, um, just let's live with generous mindsets, right? Like if we're going to the movies with someone, like pre-buy their ticket. You know what I mean? And when they get there, it's like, ah, I got your ticket already, sucker, you know? If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're out with your friend getting coffee, buy the coffee, you know? If you bore someone's car, fill the tank all the way. Like let's just be generous people. This is what, this is how Jesus lived, yes? This is how Jesus Christ lived. And, and of course, the ultimate example of his generosity, he lived generous his entire life. He was so generous that, you know where his generosity led him? It led him to the cross. That's where his generosity led him. Where he didn't just give his finance, he gave his life. And, and I want to let you know, God loves you. He died on the cross for you. He, God's son rose again. And when we put our faith in Jesus, we can have a relationship with God. We can know him. Okay? Amen? Um, we are rich with money. So look, God expects, he expects, he expects us to be rich with generosity, okay? Let's, uh, let's pray. Jesus, thank you for my friends in this local church.
God, thank you that they are just a blessing to the world, God. And yeah, Lord, we have our own struggles. And sometimes we don't always feel rich. But God, thank you for Canada. Thank you for this country. Thank you for letting us live here. And God, thank you for making us rich, whether we feel it or not. God, I pray that you would teach us to be generous people, that we would give even to the point when it hurts, God, because we know that that's your heart. Your heart is for the poor. Your heart is to help others. Thank you for loving us. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we are going to uh, take up a second offering. Now, look, I, I get it. I know we already gave our tithes and offerings, so you might... It's okay if it's low this week, okay? Because it's kind of like whatever's in the wallet, right? It's like, oh, I don't know, like this. Um, so, so it's all good, but I just want to let you know, for the whole month of March, we'll be taking up our regular giving and tithing to Mountainside, but we're also going to be taking up a second giving to Tat's place, okay? So uh, ushers, you're good to, you're good to uh, collect it. And again, there's no pressure. I get it if, if we didn't give you a heads up today, so it's okay if it's not a lot. Um, but I, I thank you for giving. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, and next week, I'm telling you, let's, let's go to town with this next week, okay? Let's, like, kids, let's find our piggy banks. Let, let's, let's go to it, you know? Uh, adults, let's give up a meal this week or something. And give, like, even if it's five bucks, ten bucks, it all makes a difference, right? Um, and just as we close, I want to remind you, we have the prayer corner over here. If you need prayer for anything, after service, just walk over here. Someone will pray with you, whatever that looks like. And I have an exciting announcement. We talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. But on March 22nd, we do not have a regular service here. We have a movie morning here. So we, what we do in the summer times is we set up uh, a big movie screen in the, in the field just over here. And we have a movie night. You know, like there's like hundreds of people that come out to it. So we just thought, I think it would be fun to take a Sunday morning and to do the same thing with the idea of reaching our community. You know what I mean? A lot of people have never walked into this building. They've never walked into the gym, you know, and that can be a barrier to coming to a church service. So we're going to be showing Toy Story 4, which is awesome. On March 22nd, we're going to put, this is the school screen. We're going to put our screen up, which is even more glorious and grand. And, uh, and we're just going to invite our neighbors. We're going to invite our friends, our community. And once we have this gym totally packed out, uh, we're going to invite everyone to our Easter service like two weeks later. So it's, it's going to be a really fun outreach you know, and, and just kind of serving the community, right? And just helping people out. And, uh, and to be honest, not everyone can afford the movies. And sometimes it's just a really big win as a parent to say, let's go see a movie together and get some free pop. Like, that's, that, that will be fun, okay? So I would encourage you, uh, come out to that if, if, if you're able to. It's, it's the very end of March break, okay? And with that, we are officially done. Thank you for coming today. I, I, I love these events. This is so much fun. Uh, we'll see you next week, same time, same place. God bless you. Thanks for your generosity. If you gotta start sometime, why not now? If we gotta start somewhere, I say here. If we gotta start sometime, I say now. Through the fog, there is hope in the distance. From cathedrals to third world missions. Love will fall to the earth like a crashing wave. Tonight.